Good morning, uh, Misty. Uh, good morning, Ike. Good morning, uh, Mikey's. Good morning, all the people. I'm excited about today's episode. Are you excited about butthole? <laughs> If you didn't hear yesterday's episode, you might want to go back and listen to it so you understand what's happening right now. Yeah, you have to go back and listen to it. Yeah, I'm not going to explain it because that'll just take up time that I would like to dedicate to the battle (laughs) of the sexes. Battle of the sexes. It is the battle of the sexes. And we are going to battle it out right after this. Are we ready to begin? Good morning. My name is Misty. Come on, Ike. It's time. We would be honored if you would join us. Greatest adventure of all time. We just become best friends. Yep. Come on, let's get in character. What are you waiting for, huh? Oh, come on! And we're back from the we're intro. Back. We put it later in the thing now. <laughs> yes, what he said. Yes. Put it later in the thing now. We don't, we don't put it right at the beginning for everybody who's. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is, but it I just makes either. me feel better. Do you know um, anything about Battle of the Sexes? I know that uh, it's a movie, and it had uh, Steve Carroll, uh, Carroll, Carroll, and Emma Stone, uh, Emma Stone, 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 Emma Stone, and Steve Carell. Yes, both lovely humans. And they, um, they played tennis because one guy was like, "A woman could never beat me," and then she whipped his butt. Ah, not. He said worse than that. Well, I don't want to. We're in mixed company. <laughs> me and you. And the thousands of people out there on the interwebs. Right. Okay. So it was Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. So Bobby won the Wimbledon. He was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what's amazing is throughout this entire thing. So this happened on this day, I think, in 1973, I believe it was. Yeah. There's a picture of it. (laughs) Yeah. So... No, that's from the movie. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes. No, it's not. That That is not from the movie. This oh, I guess it's not. Is, he on, looks so much like what they made Steve Carell look like in the movie. This is BillieJeanKing.com. So awesome. Okay, so here's the thing about this. Everyone's like, oh, he was a big deal. He won Wimbledon. Cool. Billy Jean King won 39 Grand Slam titles and was ranked number one in women's tennis six times. Did she beat the, the Williams sisters? I'm not sure the Williams sisters were born Let's when this happened. Because I think that they're a few years younger. One of them is a few years younger than I am. So definitely not born yet. Whoa, guess how many people watched it? A lot. Promoters dubbed the match the Battle of the Sexes and gave it a primetime television audience. 50 million people in the United States and an estimated 90 million people worldwide tuned in on September 20th. That's today, 1973, to watch <laughs> that's King... That's today. That's today. Uh, <laughs> remember the birthday episode a few weeks ago? I'm like, whoa! Yeah, I do. <clears throat> uh, in the Houston Astrodome. Yeah. One of the most watched televised sporting events of all time. No tennis match before or since has been seen by so many. So what started this out was Billie Jean King in 1968 won the women's singles match at Wimbledon. Mm -hmm. She received 750 pounds, British money, you know, British monies. Her male counterpart who won the male singles 
was paid 2000 She was paid less than half. To win Wimbledon? Yes. Whoa. Um, determined to get equal pay, she found herself without any support because the entire United States Tennis Association, were, it was all male-led. So it was clear that her and other female players were going to have to start fighting for some equality. So she did that. And in the middle of all of this, in starting to speak out about women not being paid equally in sports, um, there were, I believe, nine women that were involved in like the, the charge of this, tennis players. Um, they started organizing tournaments of their own, sponsored by things like the Virginia Slim Cigarette Company. Oh, of course. Because those were cigarettes for women, because they were slim and long. Mm. You know, they basically, uh, they marketed to young women in the era and, right. and said, you know what? This is what we're going to do. We're going to have, we're going to start getting women interested in this and show that there's an interest and that we should be paid the same. It's my phone ringing. Ah, of course. <laughs> um, so in, in so, the midst of this, there's Bobby Riggs. And Bobby Riggs is kind of known as a male chauvinist to begin with. Sure. He was like one of those dudes that, you know, always a beautiful woman on his arm when he was celebrating winning and like. Kind of like your boy Ike. Clearly just, just like you. Always got a beautiful woman on my arms. Right. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, essentially, this was a guy that like spoke out all the time and was like, there's no possible way that a woman could beat me. It's just not. It's not possible. I don't know what he was thinking because he was super old. I mean, she wasn't a spring chicken herself at that point. Well, she, uh, she was uh, younger than him, definitely. He, he was fifty-five years old. He had been playing tennis his entire adult life, being told what how how great he was. Okay. Like he was the best. She even she even has she has a quote about it. Tell me what it was. Uh, winner takes all. Billie Jean beat Bobby Riggs in straight sets, six four, six three, and six three, and earned the winner take all prize of one hundred thousand dollars. The battle of the sexist tennis match was about more than simply defeating Riggs. She felt incredible pressure to win because, as she said afterward, I thought it would set us back 50 years if I didn't win that match. It would ruin the women's tennis tour and affect all women's self-esteem. To beat a 55-year-old guy was no thrill for me. The thrill was exposing a lot of new people to tennis. I love that. Yeah. Because I don't think what... I mean, I, I hope that now in like her, her later years, when she reflects on it, she understands what a victory it was for women's rights in general. Like, to have somebody step into a sporting arena, that was really one of the first times that someone was like, I mean, up until then, everybody was just like, sports are for men. Sports don't belong to women. And she was like, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, you know, it was, it was a, a pretty big deal for her to do that in the, in the first place. And then to win was pretty amazing. Um, I love, like, the first thing that he said to her when they sat down afterwards to do their, like, post-match press conference. Uh -huh. He looked straight at her and he said, I underestimated you. Oh. Hmm. Not, I'm sorry. I'll tell but you I how many times in life that women hear that. Yeah. I underestimated you. Did you know that the uh, event was also uh, the second single from Michael Jackson's sixth studio album, Thriller? <laughs> Billie Jean. Did you come up with that on your own? No, I looked it up. 
Billy Jean is not. I was going to go with, did you know that Michael Jackson was not in love with Billy Jean? <laughs> She's just a girl. <clears throat> it says, it says that I'm, I'm the, the one. one. <laughs> Want to dance on the floor in the round. And around. <laughs> um, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> way, to, way to bring Michael Jackson into right. it for absolutely no reason whatsoever. So how many people did you say in the United States watched it? Five zero millions. It was 90 million worldwide. Correct. That's incredible. That's what it says right here. 90 million viewers. 90 million. Now, how old was she? Oh. Let's find out. Let's find out. How old was Billy Jean during battle? While you're finding out, I want to tell you, she was the first female athlete that was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom, which Barack Obama gave her in 2009. Oh, wow. First female to get that distinction, and it was only in 2009 when that happened. She was 29 years old. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a 29-year-old woman could beat me at anything when I'm 55. I I think most 29-year-old women could beat you at most things now. Fair. <laughs> I mean. Except bowling. That's true. You're a pretty good bowler. Yep. Come get me. <laughs> Uh, but I, got, I got two skills. I got podcasting and bowling and comedy, but I'm not good at comedy yet. You're getting there. Thank you. You're getting there. Sure. So, but here's the thing. When you traditionally think about tennis, let's just take tennis as the prime example. A lot of the players that you're looking at, like those men play well into their 40s and 50s. Andre Agassi, Pete Sampras, like, I mean, all of the ones that are like super prevalent, Rob, Rob, Rod Laver, all those guys. But yet you have people like, you know, Venus that they're like, is she going to retire yet? She's over the hill. She's too old. She's not that old. Like, it's very, it, it, I mean, it's very, not to get into a giant, you know, men versus women thing, but. Women are expected to step down from things at a much younger age and to retire from them. Because they're supposed to be having babies. Well, yeah, clearly. That's where they're supposed to be at. Right. <laughs> I like that you slip into your southern <laughs> accent when you say that. Well, that's because that's what that's supposed to be doing, don't do it. Right, right. Uh, you want to hear some disappointing news? Oh, do I? Yeah. Because, <sighs> you, know, you know, I can't go through a whole episode without squashing something. Okay. It was rigged. By the mob. No. Yep. No, no, no. Yep. Wait, and the mob wanted the woman to win? Of course. Because men bet in sports. Oh, of course. You're right. What man is going to go? Eh, Wait, so, but I mean, for it to be rigged like that, one of them had to throw it. So he threw it? Bobby Riggs threw it? Uh, no, I think she won fair and square, but I think... All right, let me read So this. then how was it rigged? I don't know. I just found it was... Ri- I read the title. I didn't read the article. Well, well now you got to tell me. Billie Jean King's Battle of the Sexes win reportedly rigged. Let's see here. Uh, Hal Shaw, who is an assistant golf pro at Florida Country Club, says he overheard two infamous mobsters discussing Riggs months before the legendary match. They brought up the name Bobby Riggs, and Riggs assured him that he would go in the tank. And he'll make it look and appear that he's trying his best. But Billie Jean King was just overwhelming him, Shaw told, outside the lines. ESPN's Don Vanata interviewed Shaw for the piece, which aired Sunday. This is 
August 27th, 2013. In an interview with ESPN, King disputes Shaw's account. I would bet my life that Bobby never had that discussion with them. She said, Bobby doesn't get involved with mobsters. King also released a statement calling the entire story ridiculous. I was on the court with Bobby, and I know he was not tanking the match. I could see in his eyes and body language he wanted to win. Well, here's something to follow that up with. I love the part where they say, oh, no, there's just absolutely no way he would get involved in that. A former Wimbledon champ with a gambling problem, he had been playing stunt matches for years trying to get back in the limelight, and with his proposed Battle of the Sexes match, he ingeniously capitalized on contemporary debates about gender equality. So he had a gambling problem already. Mm -hmm. So I love that they're like, oh, no, he would never throw it. He doesn't get in bed with gangsters. He had a gambling problem. Really? He didn't? So, yeah, it's very possible that he got in bed with gangsters and was in on this. I mean, I'd like to think that she won fair and square. I love to think that. I'd love to think she whooped his ass. But he did win some games. He did. 6-3, 6-4, 6-3. It would be interesting if he won a set, though. Yeah. I guess... See, that's what, if I was going to throw it, I would have won a whole set. I would have won a set. It would have made sense to do that. It would have made yeah. a lot more sense to do that. Um, they also talk about how Bobby Riggs was a sexist, but that he seemed to exaggerate those beliefs, making it clear that he was trying to market that to a very certain demographic of men. Oh, it's just better for the publicity of the whole event right. if he makes himself out to be a giant pig. Yeah, but apparently those beliefs were <laughs> shared with the men who ran the Tennis Association. Oh, sure. So, yeah. Pigs and mobsters, all of them. What a mess. What a giant what mess. What a mess. Do you what? know he played another top-ranked player before he played Billie Jean King and he mm. beat her? Margaret Court. Was that a big spectacle also? She lost her rigs in what was called the Mother's Day Massacre, is what they named it. Oh, cute. Yeah, Mm. right? Mm. You couldn't couldn't beat a mother unless you were physically beating her in the kitchen. Wow, this one's (laughs) taking a turn, folks. (laughs) So that that was part of why Billie Jean King was like, no, this is absolutely necessary. I, I need to come back from, like, I need to bring our name back for the name of women in tennis because that did not turn out how it was supposed to. Well, it turned out how it turned out and she got a hundred grand for it. That's just not very much. Well, if you're winning the biggest tournament in the world and getting $750, I'm pretty sure a hundred thousand dollars is a pretty big windfall in the seventies. Yeah. All right. You want to know how much money was worth in 1973? (laughs) It's not enough. How much was money worth in 1973? Six dollars and fifteen cents today. So that was six hundred and fifteen thousand. Okay, that's fair. All right, I like that. I wonder. It's okay. You could probably live the rest of your life off of that. Me? Yeah. You You think I'm only gonna live a few more years? (laughs) I'm just saying, you if you live in somewhere cheaper than L.A. Okay. Buy buy a house for a hundred grand. You could live off a half a million dollars if you had to. You do you know anything about me? No. I like expensive stuff. Well, then you need to get a, you know, call your tennis coach. I don't play tennis. Well, then you're never going to retire. 
know what you're talking about right I now. I don't either. Let's get out of here. Happy Monday to you, folks. Happy Monday. See you tomorrow for Bill Murray Day. Yeah. Is it Bill Murray Day? It is. Okay. Bye, buttholes. <laughs>